It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line, News Radio 610-K1A, 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. We're also available via email at 610-K1A.com, bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter at bottom line 610, parlor to the bottom line 610, and the free mobile app is available through Google Play and the Apple stores. Rob Francis said Dawson here, a reminder, tomorrow, uh, please join us in the 4 o'clock hour, as um, we will have a... A uh, special 9-11 remembrance with Dean Hain, the founder of Never Forget USA. Is, of course, COVID has kind of put uh, major limitations on gatherings. And, of course, uh, tomorrow there would have been multiple gatherings out at the Southridge Complex at that piece of the World Trade Center that we are honored to have in our community. Uh, so being that a ceremony will not be able to take place, Uh, We are proud to be able to partner with Never Forget USA to bring uh, a tribute to the program tomorrow that wherever you may happen to be, uh, you will be able to take part in. So it's interesting Um, and it's reflective of the kind of year that we've had these milestones that we are used to marking and in some cases celebrating, but certainly in the case of 9-11 marking um, just uh, they don't seem like very real, right? This year is so screwed up <laughs> that, you know, it's it, it's 9-11 tomorrow. And it's like, you know, I, are, are people even aware of it? Another milestone uh, in America is the beginning of the NFL season. Yep. And I don't know about you, but... I, you know, in talking with some friends and my personal feelings, my reaction is, oh, yeah, <laughs> I OK, you know, I it's it's just weird. Everything is off this year. And, and it's like, oh, the NFL starting. Well, I guess that's good. Well, I, I mean, usually we have, you know, including the Hall of Fame game, five weeks of preseason leading up to the regular season. We didn't have that this year. Uh, camps started later. They were a little bit shorter. Um, and so the yeah regular season is going to begin without any buildup to it. Um, well, and just the, you know, the nearly 24 hour coverage of, you know, the preseason and who got cut and mm-hmm. and who's on the move and, you know, just that whole thing. I mean, part of it also is, you know, running parallel with college football. You know, and we know that there's going to be very little of that uh, across the country as well. So it just, you know, you made a comment to me earlier. Yeah, the NFL starts tonight. It's like Thursday night. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. I wasn't on my radar. You know, and... And And I'm a big NFL fan, and it wasn't on my radar. We're going to find out. Oh, boy, it's going to be a real interesting start. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K&A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys, this is Jack from Kennewick. What's up, Jack? Hey, it's, it's, it's really too bad you guys are affiliated with ABC News. They really put out a lot of whoppers. Um, they were just talking about do, get, supposedly giving an update on uh, the fires down in Oregon. Um, I'm a little bit of a fire geek, retired smoke jumper. 
many, many years. Uh, so I kind of chase fires on the Internet and see what's going on. Um, right now, down in Oregon, uh, they're just a little over uh, 650,000 acres burned. Uh, ABC News is claiming that it's almost a million acres burned already. Uh, they're just a little bit over their, their season average. They average about 550,000 acres a year. Washington averages about 600,000 acres a year. The fires are terrible, but the information they're putting out sounds even worse. So, Jack, uh, while we have you, let me ask you a question, yeah. because, of course, there's a lot of discussion has been, uh, you know, around the town of Detroit. And um, yeah. the, the fact that that town has, has basically been, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, in, in, in a situation like that, I mean, where you've got, you now have an entire town's worth of people displaced, how, how, does a, how does a government, how does an entity, how do you even begin to repair or, or move on from something like that? I mean, I, I imagine that it's that, that he, all the people that are working down there doing the obviously, obviously the best they can, but, you know, those that are involved in putting these fires out, they're seeing it firsthand. How do you begin to even assess how you can rebuild damage like that? Well, as you know, Paradise never got rebuilt. Um, the unfortunate thing about this is that a lot of these things won't get rebuilt because of the government of the states. Uh, uh, my personal feeling is bad forestry. Uh, if they clean up these forests, they wouldn't have these problems. And then we have uh, we have people moving into highly vegetated areas, building new houses, subdivisions, and stuff like that. So it basically falls down on the state. Uh, once the firefighters get involved, it's past prevention um, at that point we're at mitigation and this is where we're at right now is severe mitigation so let me ask you one more question real quick jack we, we talked about forestry yesterday it, a lot of people that understand you know how things like this move quickly why is why is forestry put on the back burner particularly in washington and oregon and california to to a degree as well why is maintaining the forestry put on the back burner so often uh, because it's expensive. It's expensive, and they're so far behind the eight ball, it's been neglected for so many decades that it would literally take a large chunk of every state's budget to start maintaining the forest. But if they don't start, um, this is going to happen every year. It's going to get worse every year. And I can tell you one thing, it's not due to global warming. Hey, Jack, thanks for the info. Appreciate it, and be safe yeah, out there. Day, you too. Appreciate the knowledge. Thanks for sharing it with us. The other uh, the other aspect of this, um, and Jack didn't mention it, it it's, it's more, I think, than just mismanaged forests. It goes deeper than that. If you think about what's, what has happened, especially in the Northwest, in the last generation or so, was this push um, by environmentalists that, you know, that want nothing to be touched. And, you know, governments, especially state governments in both Washington and Oregon and California to a, to a pretty good degree, too, going along with that. And, again... For the umpteenth time on this show, it's a balance. You can 
you can take care of the environment, forests, animals, the whole nine yards, you know, waterways with a little bit of work. You don't just leave it to its natural self because we do have people living in and around and recreate in and around these areas. So when you had environmentalists pushing for, you know, no uh, forestry services, you know, to to leave leave nature alone and, and do all that. Well, this is a very simplistic way of looking at it. And I don't say this to minimize the tragic part of it, but it's similar to a haircut. You know, you you can go for a while without a haircut, looking a little shaggy and whatnot. You could let your hair grow because that's its natural state, but it creates other problems. You can't see, you look disheveled, whatever. And maybe that's not a fair comparison, but that's that's where I'm going with this, is that to manage the, the forest doesn't mean just clear-cutting everything, but it also doesn't mean not touching it for decades because he's right. That's where we are right now is, is we haven't touched it for so long. Again, it's balance, but people aren't interested in balances. They're, they're interested in taking an extreme side one way or the other. It's all or nothing or nothing at all. And just, yeah, gets me frustrated. Gets me frustrated, Rob. Doesn't have to be this way. No, it doesn't. But, um, as, as we know, and many other people know, uh, you know, money's better spent on things that don't have to do with this. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610, the number if you'd like to get involved. CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. Doing something pretty special during the month of September. It is Suicide Awareness Month. In fact, today um, is Suicide Prevention Day. And if there is someone out there you know that is struggling with depression and you have the opportunity to reach out to them, take the opportunity to do so. But during the month of September, during Suicide Awareness Month, for every purchase of a water-soluble product, CBD American Shaman, they'll donate $1 to Suicide Awareness Charities. Uh, and they have a ton of water-soluble products, topicals, tinctures, brand-new water-soluble gummies as well. Any water-soluble product that CBD American Shaman purchased in the month of September, a $1 donation will be made to a suicide awareness charity uh, during Suicide Awareness Month. They're across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. Going to the phones, you're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Sparky here from uh, Umatilla. What's up, I Sparky? Said, I almost said Walla Walla. Hey, uh, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I was working on the Washington Coast, 89 or 90, environmentalists. The spotted owl started that thing. And then the mismanagement, apparently the the guys at the top get their big uh, six-figure salaries or whatever, and they've let it go. Now we're losing lives and property. But there's one other, there's one other thing. NAFTA and GATT, Clinton signed NAFTA and GATT, and that totally destroyed the... The uh, lumber business, 
We started buying our lumber from Canada, for God's sakes. But anyway, so that was another one. Okay, I'll let you go. Thanks for the call, Sparky. Appreciate it. Joe Biden, by the way, said uh, he was against NAFTA, even though he voted for it. Ah. Yeah. So or wait. Or he just forgot that he voted for it? Well, or he forgot that he was against it when he oh. voted for it. Yeah, that's that more more likely he forgot that he was against it when he voted for it. But that was that was what ninety four. That was a while ago. Ninety four was NAFTA yeah, somewhere so. somewhere around there. Ninety four. So so yeah. so all these years later, Joe. Now, well, I was against it. Well, Joe, it doesn't exist anymore. So you know, I guess it's now we have USMCA. So there you go, Joe. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yes, uh, Canton, Ringgold area. What's on your mind? Uh, well, one of the things that happened back in the early 70s, uh, my uncle was a forester. He'll be 102 this November. God bless he him. Uh, he will be a forester. A, a, uh, he was a forester with the Oregon State Department of Forestry. And he sent me a brochure that was published by Oregon State uh, Forestry Department that stated that they were implementing United Nations uh, forestry management guidelines. Now, there was no vote on it by any representative in Oregon or any of our uh, Congress, but it was being implemented. And one of the first programs that was brought out was Roads to Wilderness program, which allowed a labyrinth of logging roads that were well-maintained in our uh, mountains um, to be abandoned and barricaded so they couldn't be used and allowed to grow up in brush and trees and those logging roads used to provide very rapid ground response for fighting small fires and uh, getting water and firefighters there and after that they had to rely on planes which were not as effective as ground crews in knocking down fires while they were small so that's been one of the issues and the other issue is uh the cessation of grazing rights of sheep and cattle to much of the forest lands that used to keep a lot of the uh, undergrowth down to a level where we didn't get the fuel loading that we have today. Unbelievable. Thanks for all the information. We appreciate it, and I hope uh, I hope he has a wonderful 102nd birthday. 547-1610, 509-547-1610 here on the bottom line. So, as we were discussing a little bit earlier, and, uh, you know, we can only hope, in fact, uh, we can only hope that maybe some federally elected officials from Washington and Oregon can help convince the state governments to um, invest a little bit in forestry, but I doubt that'll happen. Um, We were chatting a little bit earlier uh, that tonight is the start of the the NFL season, and um, already... You know, most of the news that you hear on on the first, before the first game, when traditionally the Super Bowl champions play, usually you're hearing about you know where players you know think they're gonna how how they think they're gonna do, where they think the team's gonna finish, getting ready for the opponent, talking about the opponent. Nah, that's not that's not what the talk is today. The talk is on how the Chiefs and Texans are planning a united protest tonight. Oh, good. That's the talk. How the Chiefs and the Texans are deciding to have a unified protest tonight before the game. And, you know, they're talking about maybe both teams staying in the locker room and not coming out until the national anthem's over. Um, 
you know, a couple of things out there. And, 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 and as I continue to see this, the question that continues to roll through in my mind is, didn't they learn four years ago? Do they really think, do they think the climate of the NFL fan has changed so much in four years that by going 180 degrees on what they did back then, that they are going to all of a sudden be risk-free. Even though seeing that no one's watching the NBA and that MLB's ratings have dropped and that, well, you know, the NHL was was, was there. It hasn't been impacted them that much, but not everybody, was, you know, they weren't getting a whole lot in the first place. Does the NFL really think they're going to be immune to any backlash when most of what you're seeing seeing before kickoff today is not about the game itself, but what about what players plan to do to protest before the game tonight? You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610K. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Art from uh, Kennewick. Uh, you know, I, I'm i sorry I'm not really looking forward to the NFL season. It's uh, too political. Uh, you know, if these players want to go ahead and act like uh, – you know, they want to preach to us about how uncivilized we are and uh, what racist we are. I guess they can go ahead and do it. They're, uh, you know, to go ahead and put this before the flag and so forth, you know, it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, instead of black lives matter, they should have said black wives matter. You know, how many have women have they abused the ones that are playing football and uh, you know they don't need to preach to us uh, let's play football but until they uh, uh, get off their uh, soapbox and preach to us like they're so holier than now I, I have no use for them I'm not watching thank you thanks for the call appreciate it Art you're up on the bottom line News Radio 610 K1A what's your name where are you calling from yeah, this is Kennewick Man up in the Kennewick West Highlands. What's on and your mind? Just, well, they just need to, I mean, it's not the NFL, it's the MFL, Marxist Football League. And, I mean, that's it. That's all. You know, it's 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 funny because anybody, and again, could go back to that lack of history thing, go back to whatever, Go back to learning more of your history off the Internet than anything else. But uh, you would think that people that have wealth uh, would not be interested in Marxism because they, they tend to take that away from you. Um, so that 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 just is, is a little mind-boggling all in and of itself. Um, but to go back to your point, I, you would think that the NFL players and, and everybody involved with the decision to do that tonight would all they'd have to do is look at the NBA. Maybe baseball, maybe hockey, but more so NBA, but they don't. They 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 see what the NBA is has done and is doing and their NBA is all in, you know, from the league on down. And I guess they think, well, we got to do our thing, so let's do our thing regardless of what the fans think. Because the NFL has been the top dog for a long time, and they probably think that 
Well, they even think if, things have changed if, that much. Even if we lose a few fans here and there, we're still a juggernaut. That's that's they need to get out of their glass houses and figure out what real America is thinking. Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at bottom line six ten. Now back to the show presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. News Radio 610 K one A five four seven one six ten is the number if you want to get involved. Contact Roof Max today to add an extra 5, 10, 15 years of life to your existing roof for 15 to 20% of the cost of what a new roof would run you. Contact locally owned and operated Roof Max today and find out if the state-of-the-art application that they use, developed at Patel Labs and at Ohio State University, will get you that additional life on your roof. If it won't, they'll let you know that up front. And also make some minor repairs for you as well, included all in the in the final cost. But the evaluation is free. The quote is free. Contact Roofmax today. Have them look at your roof by going to their website, roofmax.com. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Hector from Kennewick. And, you know, looking forward for the NFL to come in. And, and after being uh, home since March and be able to uh, enjoy a game, but it's so disappointing that uh, all these, you know, High-paying players play the the victimhood car and making the the game so political. They disgusting. I don't think that I want to go and spend my time watching trying to enjoy something when somebody's flashing, you know, something in the uniform, uh, something that I don't agree. You know, maybe some people agree with them, but, but not everybody's. I think the sport should be left alone without politics. A way that everybody, uh, you know, regardless of your creed or your beliefs, to be able to sit down and enjoy something without somebody preaching you something that you don't want to hear. Maybe some people will do, but most people don't. I just uh, something to blow steam, to enjoy. Uh, either you can rule for anybody. You know, I have family members they they love the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, my brother loves the San Francisco Niners, and we get together with different shirts and we enjoy. Just the fact that, okay, who's going to win, rather than we don't have politics, you know. We don't agree in politics, but we can enjoy a game together. Uh, and, and now, you know, when I asked him yesterday, are you looking forward? I said, no, I'm not looking forward to watch anybody of these people um, with with that attitude, um, you know, especially now. You know, people have been at home for six months, um, you know, May, since April, since March, and... I wanted to enjoy something, so no, no, I'm not looking for it. A lot of people probably are in the same situation, and so I'm so sorry to to be to this this uh, this um, situation, you know, that we are about politics in the game. So that's uh, I'm called for. Hector, thank you for the call. Very well said. Appreciate you taking the time to weigh in with us this afternoon. And a lot of people do feel the way you do, Hector, and you're right. There are people that are just fine with it, and I know people who are, that they they don't think it's not that big of a deal to them. I know other people who haven't watched the NFL in four years. Right. They've completely since, walked away from it since, yeah, since they, the Colin they have, Kaepernick They have stuff. not watched since, since then. They've walked away from it. Um, I just think that, you know, the NFL – has been, for the most part, a really, really well-run organization and business. Oh, absolutely. And to me, they just really are missing the boat. 
Uh, they're so disconnected on this one. They're missing the boat. They had a chance to be different. You know, without bashing the NBA and without bashing baseball and hockey for doing what they were doing, for those, like Hector said, for 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 those people out there, this has been a rough year. For a lot of fans out there, football is one of, if not the best, diversions you know, away from what's going on in the world, politics or whatever, that there is. If the NFL would have just kept it about football and, you know, for, you know, first and foremost, football is back. That's it. That would have been enough. All your promos, all your buildup, football is back. Yeah, it looks a little different. There's no fans and... You know, the coaches and the sideline people are, are wearing masks and, okay, whatever. But football is back. Instead, what do they do? They open the door for there to be protests by the players on opening night and thus thrusting it into the 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 rest of the, the goulash out there that, you know, just mix it all in with everything else that... that that people are sick and tired of, um, it's just incredibly disappointing. They they really missed an opportunity to be different, to be that beacon, and now they're just they're just like everybody else. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. You know, one of the things too, I think, with this, and this is one of the one of the parts of the discussion that I've I've seen as much, if not more, difference on than anything else and that is you know to me when I sit down to watch a game I look at it as it's my time Mm -hmm. I am looking to be entertained it's like if you watch a movie it's my time okay you watch you watch a TV show it's it's my time it's what I'm gonna it's my time I want to be entertained I'm looking to do this one of my issues with it is you've got players that know they've got all these people basically captive. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do whatever they want with that time to put across what they want, whether or not people want to see it. Now, granted, they have a platform. But their platform exists 24-7 because of who they are and the stature of the player they are. Put it on your personal Twitter. They can, they put it can, on their Facebook man, page. They could can, they can leave the game and they could go do something. Absolutely. They could they could go do something in another regard with something and everything else. To me, I look at that and I go, you're taking the time of millions of people who want to watch a game and you're cramming a message down their throat because they don't have another option. They can't turn the channel and watch another game. Uh and that's why the NFL for so many years have been so good at doing how they doing it how they do it, is you get Seahawks game, you ain't gonna get any other game. So if they do something, it's not like you can turn another football game on, or it's not going to be one you want to watch, and they don't have double headers every week. So a lot of times you may have one alternative, but you don't have more than one. So if you don't want to watch it, you're kind of stuck. You get it crammed down your throat. We will find out when the the TV ratings come out um, just how people feel about it. Are they happy that football is back, or are they disgusted that football is back? Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Lee and Kennewick. I just got to say, uh, these guys uh, get paid a lot of money to do their job. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not mental brainiacs by any means. They basically come out of halfway through a college career 
or even sometimes high school. And I don't understand why they think they can pound their opinions down our throats. They're a bunch of idiots. Thank P- you. Appreciate the call. And you know what? They've, they're it's, given the platform to do it, and their boss isn't saying no. And, and you know what? Um, this has been going on for a long time. I mean, if you really think about uh, all the sectors of the entertainment industry, from Hollywood to the small screen to sports, all of it, all of those uh, diversions uh, to in American society, um, th- those people involved in that because they they have a a talent and a bit of luck and skill get to have that platform. Well, they've abused that platform from for a long time. You know, actors and actresses, everybody got fed up with them. Uh, or not everybody, but a lot of people got fed up with them not that long ago. And now we're moving on to sports personalities. And, you know, it's it's too bad. And, you know, of course there are, it's not everybody. You know, of course there are, you know, some good people, even in the NFL, that do things quietly. You know, they support a cause and they go donate some of their paycheck to it or they go volunteer on their off days, you know, um, what have you. They don't have to commandeer an entire game or an entire broadcast to to help a, a worthy cause or at least worthy to them cause. And, you know, <laughs> it's just it's something else. It's really it's really disappointing. Again, I think that the NFL really swung and missed on this because they 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 could have they they could have made it about football and that it they could have made it about the return of football, maybe some sense of normalcy, right? We all are looking for that. The first NFL game and you got you know, rematch of the Super Bowl and and all this stuff, and they could have hyped it like NFL always hypes things, but there's going to be some sort of a protest. And so you're just going to turn some people off, and they may or may not come back. You know, the NFL is insular, just like many other large corporations. Um, and maybe even more so because... Let's face it, what's the percentage of millionaires associated with the NFL compared to any other industry? Probably the high, one of the highest percentages you know, mm-hmm. of employees that are millionaires in a, in a company, in a business. Um, they're all very insulated. And so to really get a, get a feel for what the, what the pulse of the, quote, common man is, it's extremely difficult for them to do. Um, so they think all of a sudden that they see social media and they see all these other things and they think that that's an actual, an actual uh, accurate reflection of what the temperature of society is. Uh, if they're basing it off that, then they're way off base. Um, you know, the NFL's the NFL has made more glaring mistakes under Roger Goodell than they have made under. Paul Tagliabue and Pete Rozelle combined. Roger Goodell, Paul Tagliabue knew when he took over the NFL 
that it was it was already a monster, but he knew it could become bigger. And so he took Pete Rozelle's, and he continued to foster Pete Rozelle's ideas and move them forward. And he was very careful about the identity of the league and the reputation of the league and how it was perceived. Roger Goodell comes in the door as Paul Tagliabue's right-hand guy when this thing's already a behemoth. Roger Goodell doesn't seem to pay much attention or care much about the perception of the league because this guy has made more decisions that have damaged the league's brand since he's been commissioner than anybody. He has done more than any player to damage the league's brand because his inconsistencies, his flip-flopping, and what really seems to be an inability to lead. I mean, Roselle and Tagliabue would tell owners if something was a bad idea. I don't know that Goodell does that. And it's not even so much tell the owners it's a bad idea. I don't think Goodell, I think Goodell is simply an order taker. I think he is there to do the will, and that's it. He's he's not somebody who actually runs the league. He's just getting coffee at meetings and doing what he's told because this guy has shown zero leadership for a long time. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610K. Hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Jody from Richland. What's on your mind, Jody? I just, want, I just wanted to say, you know, only in America can you have the privilege to make the money that those people make. And they can downgrade our flag the way they are doing. How dare they? And well, all the men and women that have died for that flag, and they can do this? It's terrible. I I am a diehard Seahawks fan. I love Russell Wilson. But, hey, I can't watch it. I just can't do it. Thanks for the call, Jody. Appreciate it. On the backside, they would tell you that your privilege uh, – has been able to enable you to do so many things uh, simply because you have you have a privilege, and uh, you know it's it's funny when we use that word and we throw that word around. To me, privilege is something that enables you to get away with things that normal people can't, or other people can't. Privilege is Hunter Biden. Um, you know, privilege is having your connected father get rid of tickets or have sentences. Or that's privilege. That's privilege. Color of your skin is not privilege. That's that's genetics. That's your parents. It's not privilege. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line is radio 610 k 547-1610 is the number. Contact Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance. If you're opening your business in this COVID climate, contact Jason to make sure that your small business insurance policy has everything that you need. Maybe you'll need a few extras. Jason will walk through it with you, let you know what's got you covered, what you might need to get, and if American Family Insurance can actually add more to your policy to keep you even more protected. Contact Jason Hogue today, the only American Star Certified rated 
American Family Insurance agent in the Tri-Cities by visiting his website, jasonhogue.com. Robin Ed hanging with you. Got a couple of emails to share with you. Dean and Kennewick said it used to be that business people followed sports closely because it was a subject that could be discussed without religion or politics being a problem. Tickets were a perk that a business could offer to reward outstanding employees and or to visiting dignitaries. Unfortunately, that is no longer the case, and I'm happy to not be a part of that group anymore. Thanks for the email, Dean. And then Mike and Kennewick said the NFL owners are to blame. They don't have the cojones to stand up to a minority group mob. To go as far as letting the players put political advertising on their helmets and uniforms is disgusting. It only causes more diversity in our society. If Pete Carroll kneels during the anthem, then he's not a leader. He's a follower, and I won't support him at all. I heard a few months ago that Jerry Jones, the owners of the Cowboys, told his team if they kneel during the national anthem, they aren't playing. Is that still true? If so, then I'll shift my alliance to a team I've never supported. Mike, thanks for the email. Uh, We can tell you this, that um, the Cowboys have kind of softened their stance a little bit. And, uh, you know, Jerry has held that stance for four years. But um, more and more players balked. And so I think the Cowboys have softened their stance to a degree on that. Um, as as, As far as Pete Carroll kneeling, who knows? Um, you know, the Seahawks did not kneel uh, a few years ago. They stood in locked arm yes, um, to show unity as a team. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I know a lot of people who are fans of the NFL are particularly annoyed about the helmet thing because uh, five years ago the Dallas Cowboys wanted to honor the Dallas police officers that were slain by putting insignias on their helmets, and the NFL told them no. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, you're up. All right, give us a call back. 547-1610 is the number if you would like to get involved. So, uh, yeah, that, that whole uh, putting the on the helmets thing just, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit, I, it's, it's a bit get, much. But I think, I think uh, where a lot of people, the, the line – that is crossed is when you start uh, protesting the flag slash national anthem. Uh, it's one thing to, you know, put decals on your helmet and and uh, hey, you know, do that. But but you, I think a lot of people. Um, I'm going to be looking to see if anybody's got sincere Gaston's name on their helmet. I'm going to doubt that. I'm going to doubt but that, if it, But if anybody has Sincere Gaston's name on their helmet, I'll be impressed, but I don't think it's going to happen. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KOA. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, this is Cheeky from Paso. You know, there's a song, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I think that, you know, if I applauded Jerry Jones when, or I think that's his name for the Dallas Cowboys, when he said, you know what, it's you kneel, you don't play. I think that's awesome. It's disappointing to hear that they may have been shifting and are, you know, maybe now going to start to kneel. But I think that if you don't believe in your heart about America and the values and what people died for in order to give us the freedoms that we have, you're going to fall for any new fad thing that passes through. And I feel bad for Drew Brees, honestly. Um, he screwed up. By putting um, Jacob's name on his helmet, he screwed up by apologizing for standing for himself. If you don't believe in something, you're going to fall for everything. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. He did get blistered by the woke mob. But I will say, too, 
you know, for those players that truly do believe in in in, in this and what they do, then you know, okay, they truly do believe in it. But how many believe in it because they've they've researched and understood, or how many believe in it because they look at it as an opportunity to uh, promote a different agenda? Back with more of the bottom line news radio six ten K one A hour two coming up with a special guest. 